Well, good morning, Unionville Alliance Church. For those that are here in person, those that are watching online, thanks for praying with us today. I hope that you found that challenging and edifying and enriching as well. And as we uh, are coming into our vision series, prayer is one of the most critical and important things uh, for us to be able to do. Uh, It was interesting that in the 1970s, um, there was a church in Vietnam that started with 29 people and it grew rapidly during a communist regime. And when they asked the pastor, what was the secret? What happened during that time, during the communist regime? How, was, how were you able to press forward in the mission of God? He said this, I have a very simple theology. When you have problems, pray. And when you have more problems, pray more. Every morning their church met at 6 a.m. in order to pray and the church grew. Uh, and they, uh, they constantly continued to pray. He said this, uh, he ended up going to prison, and, in, and he said this after his time in prison. When I had my freedom, I worked with prayer sometimes in the background. In prison, I discovered that prayer is everything. It's like a pilot, a, a pilot using a checklist before he takes off. If he skips the first item, many lives might be in danger. The first item on our checklist should always be prayer. If we skip it, the whole mission is in jeopardy. And friends, I want to encourage you as well that we pray here at Unionville Alliance Church to undergird all of our ministries and everything that we do here. And we pray in our families in order to pray for various needs and things like that. But I also want us to emphasize that prayer is not just a means to an end. Prayer is the ministry. Prayer is the purpose. Prayer is the end result. It is, it is the conclusion that we are called to pray. So as we start our vision series, and I'm not going to take a long time, don't worry. Uh, this morning, we spent a lot of time in prayer, which is amazing and wonderful. But as we start our vision series, I want to turn your attention to a couple of things on the back wall. If you notice that we took down the posters that we had uh, last week and that we've had for almost a year. And there are a few other things that are on there that I'd love your input on. The first one to my left uh, and on your right, it says, what is your vision for your family? I would love for you to be able to go, and it'll be there for these next few weeks, for you to write, what is your vision for your family? Whatever it might be, because we would love to be able to partner with you towards that end. And I just want you to be honest and sincere. I want my kids to play in the NBA. That's my vision for them, (laughs) right? If that's what it is, write it up there, right? I I want my family to be a family that's centered around Jesus. If that's what it is, write it up there. I want, my, I want my children to be Fortune 500 CEOs. <laughs> Write it up. Whatever it might be, what is your vision for your family? Write that there. This, the next wall over here, what is your vision for, for UAC? As a, as a church family, and this is, this is something that's going to really help us as staff and elders as we consider our strategic plan and vision and, and the future of our church, I would love to hear, we would love to hear, what is your vision for UAC? What would you like to see UAC do in the next 10 years? How would you like to see UAC change and form and grow in the next 10 years? And if you can write that on, uh, on that poster. 
And then in the back, I have a simple question for you, because after we finish our vision series, starting in October, we're going to be rolling out a new discipleship pathway, which you can see in the back there as well. It's very simple, and we'll get into that in October. But I have a, a simple question it is, what is a disciple? Simple question, complex answers. Okay, so write down what your definition of disciple is. And as you write it on that back wall, I'm going to use some of that when we get to October and we start uh, our discipleship series. But that's for our vision series. I'll I'll mention that again in the weeks uh, coming up as we continue journeying through our vision series. But today we're looking at a prayerful vision. And if I can go back on the, on the front cover of your uh, prayer booklet, you'll see our mission statement that's written there. And the mission here at Unionville Alliance Church is to lead people to know Jesus Christ and to follow him passionately. This is what our mission statement is. All this is is the Great Commission It found in Matthew chapter 28. It's the Great Commission just put in different words. When Jesus commanded the disciples to go into all the world and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and he promised that he'd be with us until the end of the age. And so this is the Great Commission just in other words. But our mission statement here has two components. The first component is called the evangelistic component. And it's highlighted here in yellow. To lead people to know Jesus Christ. That's the evangelistic component. We all have a part to play in helping others come to saving grace in Jesus Christ. In knowing Jesus as their savior. That's the evangelistic component. The second part of it is called the discipleship component. To follow him passionately. That's for all of us that we need to grow in our prayer life. We need to grow in our Bible reading. We need to grow in our personal discipline so that we can follow Jesus Christ passionately. So when we talk about a prayerful vision, a prayerful vision also has two components. It has an evangelistic component, and it also has a discipleship component. And so in this prayerful vision that we're talking about today, what is that evangelistic component and what is that prayerful, uh, this uh, discipleship component? Let me propose two things, and you've heard me say this before, and I'll continue to repeat it as well. The first thing is, in a prayerful vision, if we want to have uh, prayer as a priority in in our personal lives, in our family, and in our church, is that we want to be a house of prayer. We want to be a house of prayer. This is an evangelistic component. And if, if you look in the Old Testament in Isaiah chapter 56, this was, this was a very interesting prophecy, an interesting verse uh, here. It says here, I will bring them to my holy mountain of Jerusalem. I will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. I will accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. How many here think that the house of God should be a house of prayer for all nations? Anyone here? Well, guess what? In the Old Testament, it wasn't. Because the very, for, for someone to walk into the tabernacle, heads up, we're going to be doing a study on the tabernacle in 2024. As if you're going to walk into the tabernacle, just to get into the tabernacle, you had to be a Jew. Forget about all nations coming to the house of God. No way that's happening. You had to be a Jew to walk into the house of God. You had to be a Jew to walk into the tabernacle. So why in the world does this verse say that my house should be called a house of prayer for all nations? This was foreshadowing to what Jesus would do to where the heart of God would go in accepting all nations into his house. This is a beautiful picture of the gospel that every person, every tribe and kindred, nation, tongue and people would be accepted into God's family. Jesus said this when he came here into this world and he came to cleanse the temple. He said, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer for 
all nations, but you have made it into a den of thieves. Friends, this is the evangelistic component of a prayerful vision, that we would be a house of prayer, that people would come into this place and say, I came just because I know that this place is a place of prayer, and I want to encounter the living God. And it's not just that people would come here, because the beautiful thing, and we'll trace through this all uh, through 2024, from January till about April of 2024, we're going to see a beautiful way, the story arc of the Bible in how the presence of God comes from coming to Adam and Eve, coming into uh, Abraham, coming to the tabernacle and Moses and all of these different things that happen in the house of God and finally coming to Jesus and the spirit of God is poured out. And then what happens in second in first Corinthians, it says, don't you know that yourselves are God's temple? You yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst. Friends, it's not just that people would come here as an evangelistic mandate to come to this house of prayer, but that each one of us individually would be houses of prayer. That when we go out into our jobs and go out into the world and go out into our schools, that we would have the boldness to be able to say, can I pray for you? That we would have the boldness as the presence of God is with us, that we as living temples of the Lord, we carrying the presence of God as the house of the Lord would be able to approach people with an evangelistic mandate from the great commission with a prayerful vision to be able to say, can I pray for you? Can I bear your burden? Can I walk with you? Can we do that? That's part of our evangelistic mandate in a prayerful vision. The second thing in this prayerful vision is a discipleship component. That we would be a house of prayer is the evangelistic part. That we would be people of prayer is the discipleship component. That we would grow in our prayer lives. In 2 Chronicles, it says, And if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will restore their land. This is a growth that we need to come to the Lord in brokenness and in repentance and turn to him with all of our heart. This is the discipleship component of prayer, that we would continue to come to the Lord in acknowledgement of our failures and our faults and say, Lord, just as we sang right now, Lord, I need you. Forgive me, help me, change me. In the New Testament, it says in Philippians, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Do you notice anything unique about this verse when it says pray to the Lord? The unique thing in this verse is that it doesn't say you're going to get the answer. Right? It says pray to the Lord and what will happen? He will give you peace. It doesn't say that you'll get the answer. But it says that he will help you. This is the discipleship component. That we come to a place of growth in our prayer life. That we cast all of our cares on the Lord because he cares for us that we are able to give all of these things to the lord and not that we always get the answer right away but we grow spiritually to a place where we can rest and trust in the sovereignty of god that we can rest and trust that he knows what's good for us 
and we can give that to him. This is a growth in discipleship. This is a growth in our own personal life. So as we talk about prayer, I want to share a few things here at Unionville Alliance Church as I, as I close up uh, today. Prayer at Unionville Alliance Church. I just want to highlight a few things. And I want to ask you, as you leave this place today, can I ask you to make a commitment to do one thing with prayer? Not 10 things, but just do one thing with prayer as you leave this place. We had some summer prayer walks, which are, uh, some of you participated in, and Lord willing, we might do some of those next summer as well. We have a pre-service prayer team that meets at 945 and we'll be meeting in the back office and we pray for the service on Sunday morning. Maybe you can be a part of that. We have a post-service prayer team. So after the service is over, even today, there are people here that'll be at the front. And if you have a burden, if you have a petition or you want someone to pray with, or you want to just give a praise report and you want to just rejoice with somebody, then come forward for prayer. There'll be somebody in the balcony and there's also a roamer with a little lanyard that says prayer team that if you see them, grab them and just say, can, I pr- can you pray for me? That's our after-service prayer team. There's prayer and life groups as well. Can I encourage each and every one of you as we are in this vision series for you to make a commitment to join a life group in the month of October, as we go through our discipleship series, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to give you a taste of life groups. So what we're going to do is the service is going to be a little bit shorter, just one hour, 10 to 11. We're going to have a little break from 11 to 1115. And then we're going to have life groups meeting from 1115 to 1215. Can I ask you to make a decision to be able to say, yes, I want to join a life group. I want to be committed to journey with a group of people as we pray together about caring for those in need and meaningful community. Can you make an impact on other lives to be able to say, let me join a life group so I can be a blessing to somebody else as well. And in those life groups, there's going to be prayer that happens. Every Wednesday, we send out something called a prayer line that is prayer requests for people within our community, our our missionaries, and so many other uh, requests from various organizations as well. And you can subscribe to that on our website. But if you have a petition as well for prayer, you can send that in to us, and we'll put that on the prayer line as well. Or if it's something that's confidential, you can send that in to us, and we'd love to be able to pray with you and for you. Starting on September uh, 5th, Sixth, the Tuesday of that first week in September, we're going to be starting back weekly prayer meetings. And the first three Tuesdays of the month is going to be uh, online via Zoom. And the last Tuesday of the month is going to be in person here at Unionville Alliance. Can I encourage you to develop a system and a habit of corporate prayer that you gather together with your brothers and sisters and to be able to pray for specific needs? And we're going to be praying for a number of things during that time. Maybe you can make a commitment to say, hey, in this year, I want to grow in prayer. I want to develop a prayer life. So I'm going to make a commitment to come out every Tuesday, whether it's online or in person. I'm going to come out and pray and grow in my prayer life. There's, uh, in the month of October, we're going to do something called a prayer practice, and that can help you to deepen your walk with the Lord. We're also going to do a 40-day prayer challenge as we normally do at the beginning of every year. And maybe you could say, okay, I'm going to join that this year so that I can deepen my prayer life. And can I encourage you as well to make some decisions for your own personal disciplines, to be able to say, I want to grow in my prayer life, so I'm going to make a decision that every morning I'm going to get up at such and such a time and spend two minutes in prayer. Or I'm going to get, I'm going to, in the nighttime, I'm going to spend five minutes in prayer or a half hour or an hour, whatever it might be. I'm going to ask you to pull out your phone for a second. If you pull out your phone, that number is 647-931-0015. If you're not getting any of our text updates, just text the word hello to that. That number comes to me. If you have a prayer request, send a prayer request to that number. 
If there's something that, that if you want to connect with me directly, send a text to that number. I'd love to respond to you and be able to pray with you and for you. And our staff team would love to do that as well. But if you're, uh, if you're not connected with any of our text updates, send a message. Hello there. You can also scan that QR code. But starting tomorrow, every Monday for the next five weeks of our vision series, I'm going to send something out that will help us to grow in prayer. And if you want to be part of that, it's just one text message every week on Monday. I'll send it out. But it's, even though it's one message, it's something that you got to do every single day. Because prayer is a daily discipline, not a weekly discipline. Okay? So send a, uh, you can text uh, to that same number. Text the word pray. If you text the word pray, you'll automatically get enrolled in that every Monday for the next five weeks. Ways to grow in your prayer life. But something that you need to do every day, not just on Monday. Okay? So if you want to join that, just do that. And we would love to be able to pray with you. Friends, I hope that as we continue on in our vision series and as we finish this service of prayer, that you are inspired to press into prayer. Prayer, is, prayer can change and move the heart of God. But more than anything else, prayer brings us into the presence of God. Prayer is not a means to an end. Prayer is the end. Prayer is the ministry. Prayer is what we're called to do. If everything else here at Unionville Alliance Church fails and falls apart and we don't do anything else, the one thing we all can do and the one thing that should never change is prayer. That's the core of our relationship with the Lord. I'll invite the worship team to come up as we sing this final song to the Lord. We realize that we are the house of God, that our evangelistic mandate is to be the house of God and invite people to come to the house of God. And our discipleship mandate is to be a people of prayer, that we would press into that spiritual discipline of prayer and grow in prayer. Can I invite you all to stand as we, as we sing this final song, but make a decision today. What is the one thing that I'm going to do coming out of this prayer service that's going to change my prayer life? What is the one thing that I'm going to do that in this new ministry year, as we come to September, there's a lot of things that school starts and so many other things begin. Maybe there's times of uh, sort of like January, New Year's resolutions. What is the one thing that you're going to do to be able to grow in your prayer life? There's lots of options. And if you're still wondering, hey, text that number, Daniel, I don't know. And I'd be happy to help you as well to discern what can help you to grow in your prayer life. Let's sing to the Lord. Thank you.